Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the world's greatest podcast, That's The Way, The Cookie Crumbles. Back again, we've got a full house. Yeah. We've played our cards right this week. We've got me, Stan and Jim. The band's back together. Just like JLS recently, Stan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did perform, didn't they, quite recently. They went to Liverpool. I did speak to a lad who was there. Uh, he a said lad? It was just, yeah, yeah. It's homosexual persuasion. Oh. Um, and he said it was Don't him, how that's relevant, him and loads of women. Just him? No, it was just by your reaction saying a lad, as if. Well, no, I just meant that, like... He is a gay man. He, he, did. <laughs> <laughs> he is a gay man. That meme, when he's wearing Valentinos. The yeah, only lad in the yeah. squad that's wearing Valentinos. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Jay Lester back. Hopefully said, not... it was, said it was him, his friends, and everybody else was, like, middle-aged women, so... Said he was the only guy there, so fair enough. No, I'd have gone. Said if he told me, I'd have gone. Well, Stan, you did actually go to a... Uh, a concert once with just you and your mum, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Tell Neo. That was, that. that was Neo, yeah, at the uh, Apollo in Manchester. And that, that was a lovely night, yeah. My mum just gave me a phone and was making me film every song while she chilled. So, there we go. I'm so jealous. That was my that. job. I'd have loved that. Yeah, yeah. It was good. What, Very nice. What was his best song? Different vibe. Um, that he did live? Uh, it's got to be Miss Independent. That, that, got, that got the biggest one. Yeah. Everybody was dancing. Everyone was dancing mother, to Miss Independent. Including me mother. She's not Miss Independent, no. She's married. <laughs> she's happily actually, married. She's actually taken. She is happily, happily taken. So fuck off, listeners. That's one. <laughs> that's one you will never have. But we'll actually move on to what this podcast is actually about. We'll talk about football. Um, not my mum's working. No, not Stan's mum. <laughs> is this uh, accent? Oh, I'm going then. Oh, fuck. No, it's not about that. No. You're, oh, you're no, we've filth. just lost listeners. Filth. We've just lost listeners. We've all just stopped listening. <laughs> Look at that graph going No, it down. is. I oh, came fuck. in the wrong room. Fuck. Right, we do need an OnlyFans to pull this back. We're going to have to get an OnlyFans <laughs> to pull it back. But not again. Not again. We did actually open one followers at Thor's Hammer. But <laughs> we'll actually talk about some football. Chelsea lost. It's been a bad weekend for me personally, with you two obviously winning and us losing top spot. But West Ham just wanted it more, Jim. Yeah, good, good result from West Ham. We've been um, not picked up a win in a while, even though they're still hovering around the fourth and third spots. I mean, uh, they always seem to do well in the London derbies too, and it was, it was well worth the money. The game plan worked. They just sat in, tried to restrict the full-backs, um, and then caught you on the break, and he was he was going down that side, that Alonso side, who got took off in the end, and I think he is a bit of a liability there. you have seen that in the City game, which was one of the last games he played before Chilwell kind of came into the lineup. Um, but yeah, Antonio was a real problem up there. He's, he's like he's such a good player to to rely on when you've just got just one man doing so much work up there. And then Bowen, as he does so often, makes goals out of nothing. And the second goal was really good to equalise. Um, and the third goal, Stan, I don't know if you've seen, I saw Aku's goal. Yeah. Bit mental. Uh, <laughs> I thought it took a massive yeah. deflection. It didn't. It just looks so, like he crossed it and someone edited it. No. The way he went in. So that he's just shit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> got a well. Terribly say, good. Well. Perhaps. Well, if he meant that, then fuck I don't me. Think he did. <laughs> but no. I don't think he did mean it. Got a cheap uh, assist for all the Antonio owners on FM. Yes, uh, me. Uh, they all count. They all count. They all count. Definitely. They all count. Um. So yeah, that's what happened. Another three-two win for West Ham. Though. They beat Liverpool there a few weeks. Three-two. So two. Huge results for them, Cook. I mean, from a Chelsea perspective, that's, I would say, only two wins in the last five, but which isn't awful. But, I mean, in terms of, you know, pushing for that title, you can't be keeping that form up. So what's going wrong for Chelsea at the moment, or at least not going right, in your opinion? Um, we've got a lot of injuries, and we're having to play second and third choice players for, like, four and five games in a row. That's 
basically the reality of it. It's not an excuse because look at the size of our squad, but Chilwell's got a serious injury where he's probably going to be out for the majority of the season now. And we've only got Alonso that can play left wing back. Adoy as well, you could probably say, but it's not a realistic option. We started Jorginho and Loftus-Cheek in the double pivot and Jorginho's injured. He's playing with injections because we're that short in the midfield. Sal's crap. He's I was say, so you do have him. Yeah, we, yeah, we've yeah. got him, but he, he, probably won't be here. he probably won't be here next month. He'll probably right, go back to Spain because he's so shit. And I would love us to recall Billy. Just recall Billy. Yeah, no, we can't recall Gallagher. Can no, which is unfortunate because I would oh, definitely right. do that. Yeah, okay. But but yeah, Havertz injured in this game as well. Lukaku had to play 45 minutes, but given the manager said he's not ready for 45 minutes, so that was a mistake from him. Uh, we lost a lot of fluidity up front when Havertz went off. That's the problem. He makes class runs in behind and he occupies the little pockets of space in behind. So when he went off, we went a lot shitter and it just showed like first half I thought we played well, but we self-imploded. Again, give away that penalty. That was absolutely ridiculous from Jorginho and Mendy because um, we scored a goal off a corner. Mount scored a ridiculous goal. Great pass from Ziyech. West Ham just were really good. But in the second half, it was all West Ham. Chelsea didn't do anything in the second half and that's the worrying thing. So, I mean, we'll be a lot better when our squad's back, but that's the reason you have these big squads for moments like this. And we've just been unlucky with injuries. It happens. Liverpool were unlucky with injuries. Last season, City were unlucky with injuries. The year they won the title. They had to play Delph at left back. It happens. But it's all about how you react. And we've got a game Wednesday away at Zenit, which isn't easy. Well, you're top anyway, can't yeah, you? Yeah, but can... we have to win. We have to win. Yeah. Um, but then we play Leeds at home at the weekend, so a nice game to bounce back, hopefully, yeah, yeah. with the return of Mateo Kovacic. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let that feeling feel good. I ain't gonna keep playing with y'all. Man, let me hear it, man. Not like I was before, though. Welcome back, ladies and gents. We were jipped from the better of the week this weekend by my team, Chelsea as well as somebody else that I can't remember off the top of my head. But you can take my word for it. We'll bounce back this weekend with a little Saturday winner for the better of the week. So you can treat your pig while we're very close to Christmas. Maybe a hog roast. Cannibalism, <laughs> perhaps. But we'll move on to the better of the week. We're starting off at the Etihad Stadium. One for Jim. Man City to beat Wolves to nil in the City. early. City. MCFC. Okay. <laughs> then we'll move. Beautifully. <laughs> then we'll move to the Emirates. We've got Arsenal to beat Southampton. 3-5. to five. I thought that was not bad value for Arsenal at home to Southampton, the way they've been playing. And then we'll move over to Stamford Bridge. Chelsea to beat Leeds. We're going to go Chelsea to return with a clean sheet against Leeds because they've not kept one in the past four. Ooh. And then we're going to finish off at, <clears throat> at Carrow Road with Man United to beat Norwich away from home. So just to recap, we've got Man City to beat Wolves at home to nil, Southampton to get beat by Arsenal at the Emirates, Chelsea to beat Leeds to nil, followed by Man United just to beat Norwich at Carrow Road. And lads, what can the listeners do with the picks that I've just gave them? They can shove it up the rackers. That's the first week. Yeah, that. Yeah. I liked it. I'll deliver it like roll to show. When he adds little sounds to the end of words. Give me an example. He goes, Hello guys, uh, today uh, I'm going to be doing a pack opening. Uh, That's how he speaks. Really? It's fucking well annoying. Stop watching his pack openings. Welcome back to the pod. And we are going to head all the way up north. 
all the way up to St James's Park at Newcastle, stripped bare of its sportsdirect.com <coughs> logos and, and advertisement hoardings and everything like that. What the fat bastards was back then for a <laughs> no, second. No, no, just just little cough, yeah? Little winter cough, not COVID. No, cannabis related, not COVID related. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> where was I? So yeah, Newcastle got the first win of the season this weekend. Uh, we did speak hey. about them last weekend saying that they needed to, and they got four points from the last six, the... Uh, Norwich away game and uh, Burnley at home before I think with us I think the next three games that Newcastle have uh I think yeah winnable Leic- ones no Leicester away Liverpool away City at home United at home winnable ones so maybe winnable home winnable homes winnable ones but um, yeah they definitely needed to get something and get something they did and it was Eddie Howe playing against his old club where he failed at, but he didn't fail mm. this weekend with Callum Wilson. So important to this Newcastle side cut. If they stay up, he's going to have to stay fit, isn't he? He is. And how, eh, the lads? Wow. Like I say. Wow. But yeah, Wilson, I've been very wax lyrical about him. 15 goals a season, guaranteed. He's the guy who I think can shine in a relegation threatened team. He's a guy who I also reckon could do a job at, for example, Tottenham. I think Callum Wilson would be good fit for a team like Tottenham. He's I think definitely Premier League. No matter what well. level, he will get you goals. Yeah, yeah. I like Callum Wilson. He scored goals for, for in every Premier League season, no matter Bournemouth or Newcastle, hasn't he? He tends to get that hit that double figures mark. In so. shit teams as well. Well, that's what I mean. In teams that are bottom half teams, and uh, most seasons he must have hit double figures. It feels like it anyway. So uh, doing really well. I mean, Jim, we, we asked this question last week. Do the four four more points change your opinion on whether Newcastle stay up now? Um, we've definitely got more of a chance. I think if um, I think the Ryan could have been on the wall if they'd have lost against Norwich and Burnley. I think it was more a case of you can't stay up in these next two games, but maybe they could have went down. Um, and I think they're the beating teams around them, which is very important, and they're building a new identity under house, so maybe they can nick a few points in the net. I know the next four games are really hard, but Leicester are a team who are struggling, um, and it tends to happen when a relegation relegation friend side stays up they nick points off one of the big boys every now and again so maybe they could do that because they should be as confident as they ever have been over the past what year and a half because they don't really put together too many results to Newcastle and they have done this past week so let's just see what they can do plus a busy Christmas schedule as well you've got to think um, these big boys might have to rest some players Um, so maybe Newcastle could take advantage of that yeah, definitely. I mean, they're probably going to have to get something from the next four games or else the mood's going to be very low after two positive results, like you say, and then back-to-back-to-back-to-back losses. You know, despite the opponents, it's going to be very difficult uh, for, for Newcastle to be getting out of that. But uh, they've given themselves the best chance, Cook. They'd have probably taken four points from six from these two games and a uh, typical Burnley result like in it where you think they're doing all right and then they just go and have a game like this and they just look totally half-arsed and and get beat. I was actually looking at Newcastle to beat them, but uh, I, sorry, uh, Newcastle, I, I, I just wasn't feeling very comfortable with your recent winning record or, or lack of, should I say, but I did have a sneaky feeling Burn, this would be one of those Burnley Burnley performances, but it's just a complete, you know, not a pointless game, but just a game that they just can't get themselves up for and they end up losing. Yeah, we had a double chance in the better of the week and they yeah. had a goal ruled out in the 85th minute for 1-1, which killed us. But like you said, it's yeah, it'll be one of twenty-two for Burnley. That's what I mean. It'd be one of them. Burnley will have a tough game next week, or like Jim says, over the Christmas period. Away at Chelsea, did you? Know, a couple of weeks ago. That's what I mean. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we play them over Christmas. Uh, they've got West Ham next week, but it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they got a positive result there after getting beat by Newcastle because of that that type of team. So 
Uh, but yeah, fair play to Newcastle. First win, what is it, 14th game week. Uh, gonna, 15th game week. They're going to need them coming uh, thick and fast, I think, if they're going to be in the Premier League next season with all of that Arab money. Mm. Mm. Mm, thanks, thanks for that confirmation. Mm. Mm. Okay, hi Tim. <laughs> Love you. Um, this is Players Club game. Go on, I'll lean forward. From uh, a See. new fan I've roped since listening to this no, the show. Serious. Not Ginty, because he messaged me the other Ginty day. Ginty is a new fan yeah, as well. Yeah, he messaged me the other day not asking nice about players. Watford thoughts. So. Love you as well, Chris. Well, so here we go. Um, <laughs> clue one, guys. In 2009, I made my first appearance in a top five league, lining up in the same team as Sebastian Squilacci and up against Nikola Zigic. Okay. In 2009? In 2009, 2009 yeah. I'm Jack Wilshire. Oh. No. Marwan Shamak. No, he played, no. played for Bordeaux before. Clue two. I am a Nations League promotion winner. League C, I believe it was. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, yeah, we, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. We you know in the Nations League, you yeah. England are in the, the top group. Oh, okay. You've got the promotion ones, you can get promoted, can't you? Okay. So there's C, does that mean it's like third? It, it was in the third. So they're not elite, they're not that second one. Then. Okay. It was third, and they, when they got, there's a promotion winner. Okay. Squilacci and Nikola Zigic. Um, Gives you a bit of a time period, doesn't it? It the, does. Uh, that... I'm I'm thinking to the around the League Cup final days. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that was With the season Oba after. semi scoring. Yeah, I think that was the season after. But my guess it might not be, be. It might not be an Arsenal player. Well, I'm, might be thinking I'm, of the wrong I'm team. I'm going to guess Bakary Sanya. It's not him. Not sure where he came from prior to Arsenal. He's French, and he so he wouldn't have League League Nations League recently, so this season. Well, so it's, still it's a recent tournament, isn't it? <coughs> recent okay. tournament. Um, oh fucking hell! I can't even think of a player. Uh, skip next one. I'll, pa- I'll pass up on the chance for points. Oliver Skip, <laughs> not Oliver Skip, no. Oliver Skip, yeah. Uh, clue three. I have played in the Prem, La Liga, and the Bundesliga. Prem, La Liga, with a varying degree of success. Mm. Not sure that adds much much to it, but in the Prem, La Liga, and Bundesliga. Yeah, he was in a game with Zigic and Skilacci. And he's recently finished. He qualified out of League C for the Nations League. Mm. Let me have a think. Hmm. See, I always think someone old. And then I think, oh shit, they've not played in the Nations League. Like, my guess then was going to be Arshavin. And then I talked myself out of it. Because <laughs> he's not in the age, he's not done the Nations League. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, shit Arsenal players. But there's too many coming yeah, to mind. Yeah, it's like um, reduced filter. Somebody like um, Yaya Sonogo or something like that. That's a great guess. Mm. No, he is French. Not him. Well, remember. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to guess uh, Quincy Owusu-Abe. I think yeah. he's from Africa, I think. Is some, some African, yeah, yeah. You pronounced that great, though, so... Thank you. I'll keep you a little part in the back of that. Thank you. Uh, you, Cle- you, Cle- you, you will... for Arsenal. Yeah, that's Cle- what I, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Clefour will open up Okay. Um, more possibilities. Um, I have never played for Arsenal or Birmingham. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then. But I have played against both of them in the last two years. So think about that one. 
We've played against both of them in the last two years. So why have so we, we, we played against them both in the last two years? We were completely on the wrong fucking track, though. Um, I'm guessing it's only it's, it's FA Cup because they're in different leagues. Two years, though, Sam. Still, Birmingham haven't been in the Premier in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got to be League Cup or FA Cup. No, Stan, your brain isn't working today, buddy. Oh, different seasons. Oh, no. different seasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, so he's played, he's played in the Prem, in the Bundesliga and La Liga. And he's played against Birmingham and Arsenal in the last two years. Oh, I think I've, I think my mind's on the right track. I just can't think any names to put towards the, the track. Okay, go on. Talk, talk for the track. So I'm thinking that, because you're saying last two years, it's a team that played Birmingham two years ago and then got promoted to the Prem and played Arsenal last season. Am I on the right track? You're on the right track, yeah. Or the other way around. Played against Arsenal and got relegated. But like I say, I can't, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't think of any names to put to that. I can't, that, I can't even think of who got relegated from the Prem last season. So that, that's not helping. You're on the right track. Um... I can't. Sorry, sorry to offend you, but I can't think of any shitty European countries that like would have been in League C. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go for. Unless it's the Jocks. It's a bit of a stab. It's a bit of a stab. Maybe it's the Jocks. Jocks having a stab. Maybe it's the Irish. And I was gonna Welsh. say, <clears throat> um, the fucking lad that plays for Leeds. Uh, is it Click? Shit. Yeah. Latouche Click. Yeah, that was my. Guess. Is it him? It's not Click. That was my guess. I was thinking Champ got promoted recently. Bundesliga. I wasn't sure on his career. I'm stumped here. This that, was, a... that was a, a bit of a stab from me. Are you ready for Clue 5? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. This should open up. So think back to um, earlier in the summer. I made my tournament debut this summer. Um, this is how Tim was wording it, not me. Okay. Um, on that day, sadly, Christian Eriksen ruined it by having a heart attack on the pitch. Oh, he ruined it, did he? <laughs> Oh, Timu Puki. Timu Puki. Yeah. Well done. You ruined it. Stop fucking ruining it. You did, know, if yeah. you said he played in SPL, Cup might have got that. But that's not a top five league. Depends no, who you ask. Depends who you ask. Depends who you ask. It is a shit country, though. Well, Sorry, Finland. Oh, it, yeah. is. it is. It is. Nothing place. but fish and cold weather. Quite like the Manchester fish market. Yes. Hello and welcome back. We're going to go straight down to um, Vicarage Road. Sorry, I couldn't remember the name of the stadium then, Elton. You'll have to uh, forgive me Forgive me when I next see you. So, yeah, Jim, 3-1 to Manchester City. Uh, brilliant Bernardo we, we put on the um, on the running order for ourselves here. And the question is, Jim, I've seen it say on Twitter, is Bernardo Silva the best player in the Premier League at the moment on form? Yeah. Okay. Elaborate. Uh, elaborate. Okay. Um, so obviously everyone's thinking Mo Salah when they hear that question, and I still think Mo Salah's the best player in the league, which kind of contradicts my answer. But in terms of the effect Bernardo has in a game um, versus the effect Salah does, and in terms of what he contributes to the game, Bernardo just does everything. There was a stat that came out in just this is just the Watford one. He he ran the most distance. He created the most chances. Um, he scored two goals. He's just everywhere. And for a player that was getting passed up on by teams like Let Madrid for like 45 million in the summer, 
he's he's making even City were like mugs for even thinking about selling him. Um, well, Guardiola dropped him for quite a lot of time, didn't he? Because was it last season? Was it? So I remember when he first came in, he played loads. I think there was at points last season where he wasn't really playing ever, and then it got to the summer, and it was just like, oh, he's leaving, and you just assumed that it would happen because it seemed like Pep or whoever had made his mind up on him. But uh, straight back in the season, do you think was it an injury or was it just? Uh, is it just? He's put him in this season and he's too good to drop and he just wasn't on good form last season. No, well, um, Pep, Pep has said that um, he never wanted him to leave and City didn't want him to leave. It was more of a case of he wanted different scenery um, right. and nobody came in for him, which City just got massively away with because... Covid. I, I don't think we'd have been mm-hmm. in this title. Like, the tire the tie race has been... You have to win pretty much most weeks and City have put together a nice run of form recently. They're, they're playing some of the best stuff they ever have. And it's all Bernardo's been the most important player, so we've completely got away with it. Um, I remember saying earlier this summer that seventy million is a steal. He is that good. He he really is. Because not only has he got the talent to back it up, there's not many players that are that talented, but will are willing to work that hard and do all the dirty work like Bernardo is. And he the, the one thing he's never really had at City is goals. And this season he's com- just having the best goal scoring season of probably his career. I don't know what his numbers were like at Monaco, but. I think he's City's top scorer this season, which you, you'd have never guessed. Um, well, he's only two, Jim. You mentioned his goal-scoring prowess at Monaco. He's got seven goals, one assist in 14 games for City this year. His best return for Monaco was nine goals, so he's only two off his best ever season. Yeah, but there, there you go, and he's not even halfway through, and that's just in the league as well. Yeah. Um, and as well, Jim, he started every single game. wasn't aware if you knew this, but he started every single game for City in the league since the opening day defeat against Tottenham. So yeah. that just shows how important he, he is to no, their side. He, he does, exactly. He is. He's, he's really important. And some of the goals he's scoring recently, by the way, are ridiculous. The, the one at Watford was a really good finish, but the volley against um, uh, Aston Villa was, was one of the best City goals you'll see all season. One of the best goals you'll see all season, because he's on the run, he side-foots it. Great goal, that. And that's not counting all the passes you've played beforehand. Um, yeah, what a player. And you yeah, just love watching him at the minute. So yeah. I'd, I'd say on form at the minute, there's not many... Better like it's like the 1890s and um, when Salah got Player of the Year because all the records he broke and this season he's, he's going to do the same because the numbers he put he's putting up are even better that time. But during that season, the best player in the league was Bernardo Silva, and I think the same is kind of happening now. Yeah, hundred percent. And Stan, um, obviously, me and you, well, not personally, but Chelsea and City, uh, sorry, Chelsea and United, not City. Jesus. Chelsea and United have obviously played Watford in quite recent memory and they've had a tough time with it. We just got away with a win. We probably should have lost or yeah. drew. And use obviously, what happens to you happens to you. <laughs> and a, uh, a good Schmeagel lost his job. But yeah. other than that, do you think this made Watford probably, they probably looked a bit burnt out having back-to-back-to-back-to-back big games? Yeah, uh, probably that as well. But I think, I know Arsenal fans have used the phrase a lot recently, but it is a free hit whenever, you know, teams like that come to you. And if you do get a result like you did against United, then it's it's a huge result. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's their only win in the last six against United. Um, well, look so, who they've so, played. Well, yeah, and they've played Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester United. City. So a lot of free hits for them and, you know, they would have top beating one of them probably because he would have expected to lose all of and them. And Everton so. there, five two away at Everton. Yeah, Josh King and his hat trick. Um, yeah, fair play to, to, to be fair. I, I did think about putting City. Well, I, I said it. To someone it'll be City both teams to score. That City will win both teams to score because Watford have been scoring goals. You look at the, On the teams. Yeah. They played how many times have they been nil? There only a couple of times in the last seven games, which is. 
brilliant for a team that's got promoted and they've scored five and they've scored four. Yeah. They've only been nailed down by Leeds, Liverpool and Southampton and yeah. Arsenal. They've scored the five seven. at Everton. Um, they scored... It's the teams four, you think they get nailed by, they don't. A couple at Leicester and then they've scored against Chelsea and City who are two of the best defences in, in the league. So Europe. I did back them to get goals and I think that's exactly why there won't be any problem for them in terms of a uh, you know a relegation struggle this season. I think they've got a good manager in Ranieri. So you think they'll stay up? Yeah, yeah, sound. I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not sound. They might end up floating down there to 16th or something, but I don't think they'll ever really be in danger. They're the um, only team down there that's got They've got goals, goals in them, haven't they? Um, in terms of... True, look but around, Burnley yeah. haven't got a goal scorer, neither have Norwich and Newcastle. I mean, Ever- Everton have been without Calvert Lewin yeah, pretty and, much all Newcastle have got one. If Calvin Wilson goes down, they're in trouble. They've got a few players. What yeah. I think with this game was this City scored in the second minute because Danny Rose just fell asleep at the back post. Um and yeah. nobody came to close to Phil Phone. It was kinda like they just hadn't started and City were up for it. Yeah. Um, and and what happened early on that day with Liverpool getting the last minute equalised and Chelsea losing, City were going to be ramped up because they could have went top of the league for the first time this season. And to go two nil to go adapt go down the second minute because of an individual mistake at the back post, it, it, it's not a great start, is it? Yeah. Um, so he was kind of set up to failure there, but maybe if they'd have held out a bit, it'd be more of a game because yeah. they are one of them teams that can give anyone a game. Well, they started so well against Chelsea, didn't they? That they, they pretty much suffocated you for the first twenty minutes. Was it midweek? Yeah, from, they were excellent. from what I saw anyway. So yeah, I think I think they'll have enough. Like I say, I think they've got with King Sars being injured, but he's done well, and Emmanuel Dennis has done really well. Um, I think they'll have enough in firepower there to keep them up this season, which might be the difference between them and the others down there. Yeah, definitely. And that's the Watford roundup for the adopted Hornets fan, Ginty. There you go, guys. Uh, by the sound of us um, scrolling through copyright free music, you can. <laughs> Not copyright, fire them <laughs> You can sense that Players Club's game is on the horizon. Stan, come on, lock in. Oh, Get sorry, yeah, yeah. Lean forward, lean forward. Thank lean you, forward. yeah. Um, players Club's game is, we've got two players for you. Um, going to play a little bit of music for 30 seconds. And then you're going to tell me how many clubs you can tell me they played for. Um, straight into it, first player is none other than Cameroon legend Sam Leto. Oh, I think we've had him before, but it's been a while. Well. People can remember from last time. Okay, okay. Just vibing. <laughs> what are you looking at? Okay, thank you, uh, Tyler Montgomery on YouTube for that. No shout copyright. We always credit our artists. Shout out. Shout out. Um, I'm going to come to you first, Stan. Uh, I think I've got seven. Seven? Seven! Seven! seven. All right. Say um, eight. Fuck. Say eight. But I've got a risky seven. Oh, say six. Six. Fuck. I don't know why I am. Uh, Stan. <coughs> okay. Seven, please. So, um, let's go. Mallorca. I should have got the names of them. Yeah, you should have. Uh, <laughs> unless you know them. Mallorca, yes, I don't. That was one of mine. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Barcelona. Yes, that's In- two. Inter Milan. Yes, that's three. Chelsea. That's four. Everton. That's five. Angie. That's six. 
And my seventh is, and I know he was there, Ooh. but I don't know if he ever played a senior yeah, game for them, but he was at Real Madrid. Yeah, he played. So seven. Yeah. Ding, 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 baby. Mm. Um, there's actually only one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, no, there's yeah. six more to go if um, you want to keep going. Um, Can I have a little guess on eight? Uh, oh, yeah, when he played for uh, Forest Green. No. Oh, fuck's sake. That was, that was, that was him. Oh, that was, um, that was he, he John Parkin. In, did he play in Dubai? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Al Hilal? Um, Al Ali? Yeah, it's alright. Al Shabal? Really? Uh, <laughs> anyway, the other six were um, Leganes and Espanyol on loan. Um, and then after Everton, he went to Sampdoria. Don't know if anyone can remember that. Nope. Yeah, and then he was in Antalya Sport for three seasons. He was actually player manager for one season there. Um, was it Konya Sport for just 13 games in 2018 and finished his career in Qatar? I bet he got a bit of a bag for that. Oh, yeah, he would have got a bag for a few of them moves, mainly the uh, one in Russia, Andy Makachkala. Yeah, I don't think the they're a club anymore. They're they not, folded. they folded, yeah. They got relegated and Only not his kids, remember? Yeah, they actually do. Andy remember the Bamba from Blackburn? Yeah. What was his first name? Samba. Chris Samba. Chris Samba. Samba. Yeah, Chris Samba. Yes. Eto'o. Um, Eto'o. Uh, what was the name of that five-star? Basufa. Yeah, Remember the Cam. The Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He played uh, in the French League. Um, Basufa. Also, um, um, that left-back, was it Krishito. Agua or something like that? Angua. At right-back. Yeah. Angua. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you left the Heil in last week. You've got it. <laughs> Did you hear it? Do you know any other German buzzwords? I went Heil, and he left it in. Yeah, oh, obviously. <laughs> He's not said Heil the, the other guy. Uh, Samuel Eto'o. Could be Heil um, for me. What does it mean? Keep that in. Stand off. Sorry. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> Just talk about Samuel Eto'o. He's got a very famous birthday. Um, a few, he has. Yeah. Um, Osama Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Not personally. Not personally? No, no. Uh, Sharon Stone. Mara. Just in case the I know him more off reputation. Just in case the CIA is listening. I've heard of him. Don't, don't you have on the other estate? Yeah. yeah, the other one, yeah. Yeah, Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin Thick. Yeah, yeah. He is. Allegedly. Um, Emily Osmond. John Hamm. Wow, off Hannah Montana. Off Hannah Montana. John Lily. Hamm. Lily. Yeah. Lily. Uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, I can't scroll down because it's just a screenshot, but I believe that's even Rakitic. So there you go. And who else? Um, Me. Stan Rigby. Legend. Facts only. Legend. Much Sorry if you can hear the rain. We yeah, are inside, it's just... Uh, so if you can hear the, the rain, of it's, it's just your mum dripping, hearing us three. Moving on to player number two, Jim. Yes, um, and Andy Cole. <sighs> Play the music. Oh, shit. DJ, spin that shit. Shit, hang on. Hang on. Hang I didn't on. see Andy Cole yet. No, he didn't. Erase that from your memory. He didn't. Like on uh, Men in Black. Oh, shit. Come on. No, not Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Although I would love that. <laughs> He's played for no clubs. Fuck. No, one club. Bullet club. <laughs> no. <laughs> Think nice. about it. Nice. Think about it. You clone. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> wrong video. Put Joey D has his tails of thievery on. Um, Andy Cole. Andy Cole. Stan. Stan should know this more than me. He's got Andy Cole pictures in his room. He's got Andy Cole pajamas. I do. Andy Cole has got Stan Rigby Bear Keats. I genuinely think I've got like three, mate. 
Well, the real asked, asked about his shit career. Safe. I've only got three. Fuck it, I'll gamble on four or something. Oh, you wouldn't. I don't fucking You wouldn't know. dare. I don't know. It was a bit before my time, Andy. All right, well, um, I actually have 13, Not my 13 clubs to play for. And 13. to make this interesting, I will, <clears throat> I will tell you that they are all in England. So hey. if you want a bit of a stab at a guess at a few, you know what? It's nearly Christmas. Yeah. So come on, I'm going to ask you. I'm, I'll tell you that now. I know you said you said three, but with that information, is it more than three? I'm going to just say five. Five. Yeah, I can't do six, so I'll let Cook take the reins. Cook, take the reins. Here we go, Andy Cole. Okay, like I said, he's a he's a bit before my era, but we'll we'll try it nonetheless. City. City. United. That's where he's well known. United. Yeah, that's two. Um, Newcastle. Yeah, that's three. Um, there was another club. Uh, so we've got City, United, Newcastle. Uh, Andy Cole, where the fuck have I? They're the three I had, and I had a fourth. Yeah, I the one I Blackburn I had in my yeah, head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, four. That I was my. That was my. Five. That was got, my yeah, four. You, got one, one more you need go one more. Um, Think of a prem team that was around that era. Come on, just any any. We'll day. go for. Fuck. Uh, shit. Uh, Everton. No. Oh, heavy. You know what? I thought you were going to say that then. I thought you were going to say one twice. I did too. Because you said F twice. Yeah. Full of. Fuck! Yeah. Shit! You went, I'm going to go for. Uh, and then he went, fuck off. Fuck. You know what's annoying? You know what's annoying? I, I remember him Where did he, there. Where did he, he was play with Brian McBride? Yeah, yeah. Thomas Rosinski. And he was old it as was, fuck. It was like that team, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Lewis Bormorte. A young Clint Dempsey, maybe. All them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny Murphy. Yeah. yeah. A, I'm a silly boy. Didn't he play with York again? I swear he went somewhere with Dwight. Stan, if you want to have a little United. guess and see how many you can get right about getting them wrong. Sunderland. Um, Sunderland, uh, yeah. What a slag. United and City, Sunderland and uh, Newcastle. Blackburn and Bolton. No. <gasps> Blackburn so... and Wigan. Blackburn and Preston. No. Hey, stop, 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 stop. Um, right. Played for so, Arsenal. One appearance there. I was um, going to say. Fulham on loan and then he went back to Fulham. Bristol City on loan and then signed, um, and then you've got all them up to when he played for Man City, went to Portsmouth, then went to Birmingham on loan, and then Sunderland, which you got, Burnley on loan, 13 games, and then Nottingham Forest for 10 Wait, games. Wait, you played for Burnley and Blackburn? Well, you could be eight. Burnley and Blackburn, Sunderland and Newcastle, City and United. No loyalties. I'll tell you no what. Well, man's been the trenches with um, Coley. No, I wouldn't. Hey, but with Dennis, I would like to be in the trenches. As Chris Brown yeah. and Tiger said, these hoes ain't loyal. Yes. And he's a wise man, Chris he's Brown. He's cold, ain't loyal. That can be the name of the title. He's <laughs> cold, ain't loyal. Ain't loyal. <laughs> Ashley Cole as well. He's actually not to show. <laughs> or, or Arsenal. <laughs> he's a heartbreaker. He's, he's a, a heartbreaker. Welcome back to the penultimate segment of this week's podcast. It's time to... We're going to go to the middle of the country, the Midlands. And check in with our scouse mate Stevie because he started very well at Aston Villa and they picked up yet another big victory yesterday against European chasing Leicester City. Esri Concert got a brace, but Stan and Jim, there was a very controversial goal regarding Jacob Ramsey that made the headlines. And I'd like your opinions <coughs> on it. For anyone who doesn't know, Kasper Schmeichel had one hand on the ball at full stretch and it was deemed grounded and in control you know to use rugby terms but Kasper Schmeichel said it was a foul 
the referee gave a foul in the end but in my opinion if you have one hand on the ball it's not in control well that's it I mean in terms of the law like you say one hand is enough to be deemed that they had it under control if there's you know the hands on top of it and there's downward pressure which is a very rugby style way to look at it <clears throat> so in terms of you know how I think the game should be played and, and you know I just wouldn't say that it was in his control at all I think he just about gets his hand on top in time fumbles it initially yeah fumbles it just about gets his hands on it in time before Ramsey follows it in and, and kicks it from under his hand I mean you could argue if he does have that completely under control when he kicks him the ball doesn't go flying does it because he would have it in his control it wouldn't um, move or move minimally it, it would yeah it wouldn't move as clearly as that would it if it was under his, his control so you could argue he doesn't but you know, going after it's like one of them with handballs where you look at things and go. In terms of how I view football, I don't think that should be a handball. Yeah. But then when we go to the rules, you have yeah. to give it. So it's it's one of them ones where, you know, with us all watching football for so long, you'd never say that that shouldn't be a goal. But in terms of you know the the black and white rule book of it, yeah. it, it it was rightly disallowed, no matter whether you agree with that or not. Although I'm sure PGMOL or whoever will change that rule in the I next so. week or so, and you'll need two hands on it or something like well, that. Dermot Gallagher. It didn't stop him from going on ref watch and telling right. you rules are rules. Well, rules yeah, are yeah. rules. Exactly. Oh, thank you, thank you, Dermot. Just, just, just because it's rules doesn't mean it's not shit. Rule. Yeah, exactly. Do you say <laughs> rules are rules? Like they didn't change about four, four, five rules in the last fucking season. That like United won last year. Loads. Did they change? The they chose a Lindel- Lindelof handballed it, and they went, "Oh no, we can't just have it. If it's around, we'll change it." City scored a goal where they came from offside and went, "Oh no, we can't have that." And then some other shit, other handballs. I think, I think they changed the handball rule two or three times in one season last season. So the going rules are rules. It might be a different rule in a fortnight. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, it's daft. But yeah, not for, for not a foul for me. Yeah, not a fan for me. Uh, not a fan. Not a foul yeah. for me or Stan Jim. Yeah. Full sweep. Yeah, but I can see why it's given. Um, because I can see why you could have control of the boy one hand. You can kind of palm it, can you, as a goalkeeper? Um, actually, he's got big hands, baby. Hmm. Big hands or a small dick? Uh, both. You decide. Both, I've seen them. <gasps> Allegedly. Uh, no, but but no. yeah, but what you're saying is is right. I do agree with it. Like as people who've watched football for ages now, you see that and just think, oh, yeah, that's a goal in it, and then they start overturning. You start thinking about it, and I can kind of see why it's a rule, but it did look very soft and. I'm not. It's one of them where you you're slowing things down at the slowest pace possible and seeing if he's got hands on the ball. Like, do you know, like a rugby league try when he goes to the screen. It's yeah. just was it grounded? I should follow. Yeah. We don't we don't like in football, do we? So yeah, I'm, yeah. I am against that. I am surprised that the VAR overturned it though. Yeah, me too. I did think it was. Um, well, I didn't watch it in real time, but if I was, I would assume it was one of those things where if he gives it in real time it's not clear and obvious enough to overturn it but had he blown for a foul it wouldn't have been clear and obvious enough to overturn that either But yeah. so I'm surprised that they overturned it but um, all you want is consistency if that happens in a fortnight you just want the same to happen again but how many times would would you be surprised if a different ref and a different VAR says that that shouldn't be overturned you know, you know what I mean and that's what annoys us the most because that's what it's supposed to be there for to get some consistency and, and you know the correct rulings with the decisions so that's what I'm waiting for somebody you know a, a decently decent sized important game for somebody to drop points or gain points off that being allowed next time is what i'm what i'm looking forward to when we're speaking about it in a month or so yeah and then obviously we're not going to talk much more about shitty rules or ref and decision well we can't really say ref and decisions if it is the rule but shitty rules yeah but 
we'll speak more about Aston Villa. So Gerrard's had four games in charge now. The only game he's lost was at home to Man City. They beat Leicester 2-1, 1-2-1 away at Palace and beat Brighton at home 2-0. Jim, Stevie's obviously started very well and the only team that's put him to the sword are your boys, City. And they currently sit in 10th position and they're only five points off Manchester United. So just to put it into context, Villa aren't doing that bad. No, and um, I think importantly, they're, they're having goals because um, that was what they were struggling under at the start of the season with the Smith. They wasn't scoring many. And under Gerard, they've been kind of red hot. What's that? Seven in the last four, and they've only scored 21 all season. So th- there you go. They, they, they scored half the goals that Dean Smith had in, in just four games. Um, and I believe up next is a lovely little trip to the Anfield, and I mm. think he will get a nice reception there. And I'm sure that'll be a nice moment for people who are asked. <laughs> uh, it, to be fair, I like Gerard, so it, it it'd be quite nice. But um, yeah, he's okay. It will be interesting to see how pretty he is in that game, and they're not the games he's going to get judged on. But I mean, this that is the stadium that ultimately he will want to manage out one day, I, I assume. And he has, yeah, very good starts with um, his managerial career in Villa, and the new manager bounce has, has worked. Is whether they can mm-hmm. something they can sustain, and whether he's going to build something there. Yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what they add in January, Stan. Yeah, it will be, but I mean, just, just in terms of the present, you know, those first four games, you'd have taken three wins and a loss to City, wouldn't you? That was probably, well, I wouldn't even say expected, but the loss to City maybe, but, you know, three wins against Brighton and Leicester being in there, I think they're, they're three really good results. And, and like you say, the travelling to Liverpool, he played a former Liverpool manager, probably, the, well, no, definitely the manager that he got closest to winning the league under him. Brendan Rodgers was on in the uh, opposition uh, technical area I mean only five points from the last 18 I think now for stop ringing me only five points in the last uh, 18 there from um, Brendan Rodgers Leicester is he in trouble in terms of getting sacked because for me he shouldn't be close but just in terms of how we see football clubs operate it wouldn't surprise me if we did see them pull the trigger despite him getting fifth fifth in an FA Cup which is you know very consistent and successful considering you know all the other previous Leicester managers is he close to the to the hook I mean for like you just said then for a neutral probably not but for Leicester fans you would have thought that obviously him getting them consistent European football and obviously good football to watch and they've been really good Leicester you just it's a similar situation to Brighton where like know what you are like you yeah. are you are Leicester you yeah. want a, fl- a fluke Premier League well not fl- I probably shouldn't say that but you know what I mean? They won. They won a once. It. They won a once in a lifetime Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And now, they're they're pissed off because they're not getting Champions you're in, League spots. You're in, they're in the Europa League as well. Everyone needs to remember. So they're playing Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday every week, and they don't have the squad for it. It's all right when United and Chelsea, yeah, yeah. whenever they've been relegated the to the Europa League, because they've got yeah. these big squads. But it's telling for Leicester. It did it with Burnley last year when they was in Europe. It fucked them up as well. Yeah. But but I just think that. The sooner Leicester are out of the Europa League, the better for the league campaign. And yeah. the team that only has to play once a week, then I think that they'll be a much better side. Well, if they lose at Napoli on Thursday, they'll, I think they're probably out. Um, yeah, they are, they are. Because I'm pretty sure Sparta at Moscow got a big result last week. So, yeah, lose at Napoli and you're out. Moses is Moscow. Wow. They're currently top, though. So it's a really close group. Um, it is. Fourth, it, fourth can still finish top. It, yeah, it depends what, <laughs> depends what happens there. But... Yeah, I, I can see, I can see him going. It's kind of stagnated this season. They've been, they had two, but it's been tough to take for Leicester the last two seasons, being in the top four for so long and then missing out, and that would have given such a boost, especially in the transfer market as well with that money. 
to to make that squad bigger. Um, and maybe Brendan Rodgers himself is kind of thinking. Maybe it's not more of a case of the club thinking it's part ways with Brendan. Maybe maybe Brendan's thinking I took this as far as I can now, and he has done a really good job, I think. Yeah, um, so maybe he wants a new challenge. Um, if Benitez wasn't doing so badly at Everton at the minute, I would I would say he's probably the favourite. Do you know what I could see happening? I could see Leicester and Rodgers mutually parting. So, like, he says he wants to leave whatever they want to say face, and then they just say it's a mutual thing. And then he goes United at the end of the season. He waits it out for the rest of the season. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, possibility. Um, he's good enough. Let's let's not get it twisted. Rodgers is a very good coach. And yeah. I would take him as the Chelsea manager if he was looking for a manager. Yeah, they just, they just might not be... He might have just hit the ceiling at Leicester as a club yeah, rather yeah, than him as a, a manager. But, yeah, um, yeah we'll see. Um it wouldn't surprise me if he got sat, but I think it would be the wrong decision from Leicester. I don't think there's a manager out there right now that comes in and does a better job than Rodgers does. You know, knowingly, you look at somebody and go, he'll definitely will. You're taking a risk sacking him, you're taking a risk on whoever you bring in as well. So definitely stick with him. And yeah, the master, the apprentice uh, beats the master this time and uh, the apprentice will be going all the way to uh, Mustafa and hoping that he comes back with his legs intact. Star Wars fans, you'll understand that, you fucking nerds. Okay, it's the segment that we don't do that often, but it is our Monday night football predictions. Some sad cookie fan is keeping the scores for this. And please, tweet us in. We'd love to know who's winning. But the Monday night football is indeed hosted by Everton this week. They take on Arsenal at Goodison Park. Lads, starting with Stan, we're going to get your score predictions. And fuck it, why not a first goal scorer? Yeah, so... um... Like James already said, Everton's form has been absolutely shocking. So I've got to go for an Arsenal win here. Arsenal tend to beat the teams that they should win and have struggled against the teams where it's perhaps a challenge, which is why the, the fans seem to have got very comfortable with the uh, excuse of saying big games are a free hit and it doesn't matter if they lose, which isn't the mentality for me. But anyway, um, yeah, I think Everton will lose. I don't think it'll help that there's all these rumours about, um, is it Marcel Brandt really standing down? Benitez shouldn't be there. I mean, a lot of people know my opinion on that. I don't think he ever should have gone anyway. I don't care if Klopp's available for Everton. You don't... You, you just, I was brought up right. You don't do that. Um, <laughs> brought up, not dragged up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, loads of pressure there. There's loads of rumours that they're going to walk out on the 27th minute. I'm not sure what importance the 27th minute has. Um, but I'm sure if the, all that's happening and, you know, Everton are maybe already losing by that point or whatever... Arsenal win 2-0 well, 2-0 Arsenal and I'm going to go for Gabriel off a set piece because I've got him in my FPL fair enough wow um, yeah Arteta's men are going to win because they're a good side Arteta part of the last Everton team that beat Liverpool at, uh, did Goodison you give a first goal scorer then as well yeah Gabriel Gabriel yeah, yeah. 2-0 Gabriel Angel Gabriel yeah or the one that sung uh, Dreams Sunshine through my way and Dreams oh, with nice. one eye or or perhaps only one eye. She did wear bird. an eye patch. Or Troy's bird. She's a pirate. No, oh, she's Gabriella. Learn fucking, read a fucking book. Na 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 na. <gasps> Fuck. Um, yeah, Stan, I said everything bad about Everton there. Um, <laughs> There's nothing else we can <laughs> say. The only thing that worse I could get about Everton is if Mourinho goes and then we have to pretend Fuck if Mourinho sake. is good anymore and do that kind I, of talk. I feel so, I yeah, I feel so sorry for an Everton fan if they lose Benitez and he fucking walks All right, let's... Because we're all going to have to go, oh, he's box office though, isn't he? Because that's the only thing he's got. Let's sign a pack now. Oh, this is fucking class. Let's sign a pack now on the pod. 
that no if Mourinho joins Everton, we don't say his we, box office. Yeah. We no, don't no, talk. no, we don't talk. We don't even talk about it. We okay, just don't talk about it no. because it, no, it's going to be the same. And it ran it at Chelsea, at United, at Spurs. He's doing it at go, Roma. Yeah, he was good though, wasn't he? Like, yeah, his yeah. box office. He'll win one game ago. Bought them lad, them shoes. Yeah, yeah. He'll look. He'll set them up right. Yeah, we're not talking about Mourinho. If, if he joins a Prem, we're gonna act like he's not here. No, I'm not. I respect the man's right to work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jim. Uh, disagree. Um, Arsenal to win one goal to nil and a goal from Erdegaard. Oh, Oh, right. Okay. Last but not least, or yeah, probably least actually. Um, I'm gonna go for two nil to the Gunners. Don't think Everton will bag. And I'm going to say, first goal scorer... Well, this is going to be the difference, Cook, if it is to Neil Smith-Rowe. Beautiful set of yes, pipes, are. aren't they? Thank Lovely. you. Thank Lovely you. set of pipes. We actually Lovely got Gareth pipe. Gates to come in and do that. Did you? Yeah. How's he doing? He's up there with the spirit in the sky, Stan. He was watching GLS running in the week. Can you just talk to him, didn't you? No. That one no. lad? No, he, he stepped in for JB, but nobody noticed. Uh, no, he stepped yeah, in for yeah. a reshe. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Are we keeping that up? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the end. Right, listeners, it's time for the shittest part of the podcast, the time where we have to love you and leave you, but it's also the time where we can tell you where to find us when we're not around. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram using the handle at cookiepodcast1. That's at cookiepodcast, followed by the number one. You can find us on YouTube, just search in That's The Way The Cookie Crumbles. You can see us there in clip form. And if you want to go straight to our provider, head over to our channel at Anchor FM, where you can find exactly where to find our pod if you don't have Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review and pass the fucking pod. It's been episode 122, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Tibby!